Hi there, I'm Adela, and welcome to the Podcast Brunch Club podcast. Today's episode is a roundup about the freedom of speech listening list that PBC members worldwide listened to in September. This is like book club, but for podcasts, and you can find the playlist at podcastbrunchclub.com slash freedom of speech. And today I'm joined by Paul Kondo, who curated the list for us this month. Hey, Paul. Hey, Adela. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you here. So listeners, as you know, today we'll talk a little bit about the Freedom of Speech playlist, and then we'll get to some podcast recommendations from Paul and from the PBC community. But before we get into the discussion, Paul, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do in the podcast space? Sure. Um, I have the Podcast Gumbo newsletter, which I've been writing for about two and a half years, where I recommend podcast episodes every week. And then at the beginning of this year, I started the Podcast Gumbo podcast, which is a little different. There are short episodes where I ask guests to inquire about a national day, and I find an episode um, related to that. So you had done one back in, I think, March. It was Manatee Appreciation Day, I believe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to give you a really tough one. <laughs> there you go. So what he does is he sends everybody a list of like the national days that are they, he assigns everybody to a, a week and then he gives them a list of like, these are all the national days that are happening during that week. Pick one of them and tell me what it is. And then his challenge is to then go and find an episode or it's an episode, right? Yes. A specific episode about that topic. And so like there's all sorts of random national appreciation days or international appreciation days. I think like I saw national pencil appreciation day, <laughs> like national John Appreciate it, like John, the name John this, yes. or something like, I don't know. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to pick one that was like going to be interesting, but also hard for you because I know that you are, you know, like a wizard oh. in the podcast <laughs> exploration. It is hard. Yeah, it so, is hard to find some of these. I, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you did a good, great, great job. And your podcast episodes are only like less, five minutes. Yeah. Less than five minutes. I want to keep them short just because I don't think yeah. that they deserve anything longer than that so <laughs> <laughs> so just search podcast gumbo yes, right correct yeah cool so let's talk a little bit about the freedom of speech playlist that you curated um first let me give a brief overview of the episodes that we listened to to those listeners who haven't looked at the playlist yet or listened so we listened to an episode of shaping opinion the episode title was the first amendment 45 words that shaped america and it's an interview that delves into how the First Amendment shaped America. The second episode we listened to was from the podcast Unprecedented, and the episode was called Middle Finger to God. And it was about the Westboro Baptist Church uh, and how they have sort of some of their freedom of speech activities have brought on extreme distress, and it resulted in a U.S. Supreme Court decision. The next episode was from the Freedom of Speech Coalition's podcast, which is based out of New Zealand. And it was called What is the Maori Position on Free Speech? And it's a discussion on the Maori position on free speech. Uh, the next episode was Come Through with Rebecca Carroll. And the episode title was Walter Mosley Believes in Freedom of Speech, period. And it's 
it's an interview with Walter Mosley, uh, who was called into HR when he used the N-word to tell a story about something that's that happened to him. He then quit the job and wrote an opinion piece entitled Why I Quit the Writer's Room that was in the New York Times. And finally, an episode from The Compass from BBC World Service. And the episode title was Journalists, Free Speech versus Personal Safety. And uh, journalists often face a tough choice, exercise their right to free speech and freedom of the press or risk their own personal safety. So this episode talks to a bunch of journalists all over the world and about their struggles and their work. So, Paul, tell us a little bit about why you chose the theme and how you went about choosing the episodes for the list. Yeah, so I actually had put together just a whole bunch of episodes and I didn't my theme wasn't very strong, let's say, <laughs> kindly put it. <laughs> uh, but one of the ones that was uh, one of the podcasts that was on the list was the Walter Mosley interview. And that is favorite is a kind of a hard word to use for that episode. But it certainly struck me and immediately struck me as something that I would probably listen to over and over again over time because it's just so powerful. And so I thought about that and what I could use sort of around that. And I had also listened a couple months ago to the unprecedented podcast, um, Middle Finger to God. And certainly there is similarities um, to those uh, around freedom of speech. So then I just realized, I just let me just build it around that, those two. And I found the Shaping Opinion episode. I, I've been familiar and I've actually been interviewed on the Shaping Opinion podcast. And so I knew that show. So I want to give really a grounding towards um, what freedom of speech is, because that's the thing is it's so complex and your mind may think about one thing and your heart and your emotions kind of make you think differently or, or feel differently. And, and that's why it's such a difficult topic for many people. And also it's just a little complicated to understand sometimes because you don't, you think it's one thing, it's really not. Um, and then I know that, you know, yeah, we in the U.S. don't really think internationally a lot of times and... Um, you know, we want to get a different perspective there. And then the the last one, the the one with the journalist, I actually didn't pick that. Mm -hmm. You, yeah, I add that. that I added that one. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, Paul put together a really great list of four episodes that he submitted, and I was like, oh, these are great. And I just wanted to find. We had room in the in the list. Um, I limited it to five, but. I really wanted to get more international. I know that the New Zealand episode focused on the uh, Maori position, um, but I figured I was like, well, we have room. Let's see if we can I can find something else that fits. And so that's where I found that episode. And they actually had a, it was a whole series of, I think, five episodes about freedom of speech taken from a different uh, angle. And that was, I think, the fourth or fifth episode in that mini series. So. So. I know that you attended a virtual podcast brunch club meeting. And just for those of you out there who don't know, we have chapters all over the world. We also have a global virtual chapter. And uh, we've had that for a while, well before 
the coronavirus pandemic. And you can get on the invitation list by going to podcastbrunchclub.com slash virtual dash chapter. But anyway, Paul, so I know that you went to one of their meetings this uh, past weekend. And I'm wondering, yeah, I'm wondering how what what were what was the conversation about? So what's great about that chapter is that we had so many people that were from different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, if I remember correctly, we had somebody from Israel, um, China, Australia, and France, um, and and of course uh, multiple people from the U.S. But all over the U.S., North Dakota, I think, was there. Right. So, um, so yeah, it's really interesting, and especially something like this that is very different in the rest of the world. This topic is is so different that it was great to sort of hear different perspectives yeah. about this. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any strong opinions? Um I would say that although there were strong opinions, there were sort of interesting takes. Mm-hmm. Um so for example, you know, one person had said, well, you know, what about my right to silence? Mm. <laughs> you know, uh, and I was like, wow, I never really thought about mm-hmm. it that way. So that that was really an interesting way of looking mm-hmm. at it, um, coming a different way. Uh, maybe not surprisingly, you know, one person, uh, because that person was very religious, mm-hmm. um, would not listen to the Middle Finger to God episode. Is that based on the and title? I, was it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. and And I thought that was really compelling because of what this theme is about. And I think it, yeah, it really yeah. sort of sp- speaks to this issue is that people like sometimes, um, you know, are immediately turned off by something. Um, and I get it, yeah. right? It's like, that could be offensive to me. But there's a lot of things about speech that are offensive to a lot of people. But just because you don't agree with it, doesn't necessarily mean like you don't want freedom of speech. Right. right? And you could just so. choose not to listen. And that's what Correct. this person decided to do is they just chose exactly. not to listen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's, you know, obviously I'm oversimplifying the issue, but it's a good, it's a good uh, example or illustration of, of exactly like you're saying, it's sort of the, the theme at play, you know, in a very meta way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's, it's actually, I mean, it's, it's interesting to me that this person decided not to listen based on the title alone, especially because the reason that the the episode was titled that is because this very, very, very religious person used that phrase in the episode, you know, that, that phrase middle finger to God was used by the woman, Margie, I think is her name, Margie, whatever. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's the one who's, you know, the head or the spokesperson for the Westboro Baptist Church. So, um, yeah, that's that's an interesting twist, too, is that 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 phrase was used by a very somebody who considers themselves very religious. Yeah. Um, so did you have any takeaways about the episodes? Like what were your sort of main main takeaways? The. Like I said, the first one that really stood out to me was the uh, Rebecca Carroll episode mm-hmm. with uh, Walter Mosley. And boy, that, you know, that was really tough because, but I really found it interesting because Rebecca Carroll 
I felt wasn't really understanding Walter Mosley's Totally. Plot. Oh, my God. Right. I could not. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, yeah. and it's it's not easy, right? It, uh, you know, he has his viewpoint and he states it very clearly, mm -hmm. but it's very uncomfortable, right? Because people don't want to use the N-word. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll say it, um, like I was surprised because I was when I was asked to sort of talk about um, in the chapter meeting about why I picked the ones that I did, you know, I, I went through it and I actually used the, the N word, not the soft end N word, wow. but I used, yeah. And, and I was just like, could I actually do that? You know, could I say that word? Because it's just so ingrained yeah. as something you just don't say. Yeah. And I said it because this is exactly what Walter Mosley is saying, right? It's like, why are you softening? And, and why I would say it is because I couldn't say this is about the N word, using the N word versus using the N word. Yeah. Like that doesn't make right, any right. sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I want to be true to my beliefs to Walter Mosley, but it's still so hard yeah. to, to say, yeah. you know, the word. So, it, and like, it's not our word to say, right? Like, I feel like some people own the word and that's their prerogative to use it. And some people don't. And I, wouldn't feel comfortable. It's the same, you know, I think that there's a generation of people who feel that way about the word queer, you know? I mean, you're talking about an older generation of people who like that was a very very insulting word to use. And like I have I know somebody who who had a conversation with her father about it and she said, you know, you need you need to call me queer and she he was like, "Uh-uh." No way. I'm not. That's like <laughs> calling, you know, that's like calling my daughter something like really derogatory in his mind. And it, it there, you know, so there's definitely some. I don't know. I mean, that's that's a whole a whole episode or a whole discussion about language, you know, and the use of right. language. Correct. Which we've actually done in the past, but it'd be fun to go back and um, do like a language 2.0 discussion because there are a lot. I mean, there's so much to talk about language, but. Right. And I think about like the, you know, there's sort of ignorance um, and there's maybe willful, willful ignorance. Mm -hmm. Right. So in that episode, they talk about the older woman from I think she was from California. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that story when she just happened to use the word boys yeah. and, you know, one of them was so offended by that and she had no idea. And, you know, honestly, it's like. Could I find myself using that word? Sure, like because I, you know, and and then you realize, like you, you, you know, education obviously is the biggest part of all of this. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think you're right. Like the thing that so I enjoyed the episode, and like to be fair, like for me, a really good playlist is not a playlist that has only episodes that I really like. Right, it, a good playlist is. A pod as a playlist that makes me really think or gets me riled up in some way. Like either I'm like, yeah, or I'm like, no, or, you know, <laughs> I'm crying or I'm laughing. Like there's so it doesn't necessarily have to mean that I like every single episode. It's just something that gets me thinking and it moves me in some way. Right. And I will say that I really I in that in that exact vein, I 
did not like that episode because I felt like she was being obtuse. Like she was just or either purposely or or not not purposely, like either way, I felt like she was just not she was unwilling to come at the question from a different angle or for for putting herself in somebody else's shoes, which, you know, it just bothered me. Like the whole, like she just completely dismissed that woman, you know, to, for, for the listeners who haven't listened to this episode, there was a little sort of side story that he told about he was young and he was kind of cleaning a, a, some space. He was with a, a bunch of, of young black men. And this was back in the, I don't know, seventies, maybe, I don't know, but a while ago, eighties, maybe he's, I don't know. He's probably in his fifties or sixties now. So, um, maybe in the sixties. And then this woman, this older woman, this is in California, just kind of approaches them. And she's like, so excited to see them. She's got a big smile on her face. And she's like, I'm so happy to see you boys here. And one of the young men who grew up in the South, you know, boy is a very derogatory term when you're talking to a young black person or a black man at all, I think. And he almost like ripped into her they apparently like had to really hold him back and she was like she didn't you know Rebecca Carroll was was sort of like she really she didn't know that boy was (laughs) and I was like well I mean she she sort of just was completely unwilling to put herself in somebody else's shoes which is just like what she she sort of wants other people to do right she wants other people to be able to put their themselves in her shoes or anybody else's shoes but she's she seemed very unwilling to try and put herself in other people's shoes and i i don't know it's very fraught it's a hard conversation and i know that her background is different she said up front that she yes was adopted by white parents so she's a black woman who's adopted by white parent white parents and she has a really uh difficult relationship with the n-word um but yeah there was just there was something about the way that she it just seemed like that they were completely talking and on different levels, mm. you know, and I yeah. understood Walter Mosley very like I, I completely agreed with everything he was saying. And I couldn't understand why Rebecca Carroll was just like not connecting with him at all on it. Well, I I, I kind of actually see that. Right. Is like from a sort of intellectual standpoint. Right. I, you have to think about it. Do you agree with Wal- Walter Mosley or not? Right. But then there's the emotional side, and I can completely agree with Rebecca Carroll. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the thing. It's like internally, for every person internally, how how do they feel and how do they react? Do they react from the sort of the intellectual side, um, and maybe that's a wrong word, versus your emotional mm-hmm. side? Yeah. A- and in that episode, I think that brings that out. And you see both sides. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, yes, I get them both. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. but yes, it was very interesting for her not, I didn't feel also is that she was getting it mm-hmm. um, or getting what he was saying. Mm-hmm. She still had her viewpoint and she, you know, she wanted to get that across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of points in that episode too, where I was like, I don't know. She, I think she said something like you were you were the only black person in that room, right? And he was like, no, there were other people. And she's like, well, multiple sources said that you were the only black person in that room. And he's like, but I was in the room and I know. 
Like I was, I'm the source, you know? So there was right. a, even just right. that kind of thing where I'm just like, I mean, he's literally sitting in front of you. He is the, the, the ultimate source and you seem to not right. be believing him. So, um, yeah, that one sort of, yeah. I, I mean, again, in a, in a good way, like in a way that I'm glad it was on the list. Cause it gives a lot of, you know, a great podcast brunch club list is one that gives a lot of fodder for discussion. And I definitely think this one did. Right. And I think the same thing with the middle finger to God. Boy, totally. I have such reactions to Westboro, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh my gosh, they do such horrible, horrible things. Yeah. But, you know, even at the end, right, there, there's sort of a bit of a, a twist at the end. And um, yes. like, oof, wow, okay. It's like, can I agree with this Supreme Court decision? I, you know, as much as emotionally I don't want to, mm-hmm. it is right. It is right. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. Was a really good episode, and and again the same in the same way. Like, didn't you know? I don't seek out kind of controversial episodes like that, but that one really got me thinking. Yeah, yeah. So let me let me. Um, I like to as much as possible give voice to the podcast brunch club community on these episodes. So, um, I asked a question on the podcast brunch club Facebook group. Um, about if they, anybody had any strong opinions, positive or negative, about any of the episodes on the freedom of speech listening list. And I'm just going to read a couple of them. So um, one person said, I found the shaping opinion episode to be overly long and dry. Okay. Um, somebody else said, this was an excellent list. The middle finger to God episode actually had me rethinking some things. Actually, so did the Walter Mosley one. And I learned a good bit in the Shaping Opinion episode. She says, working in media and being involved in platform decisions when receiving content complaints, this stuff especially hits home. And I kind of ended up with a different perspective than I had before. She's still pondering it. Um, and then somebody, somebody else said, who I think this person is from Canada. So he says... I find the freedom of speech argument to be boring and pedantic. It's only really a big issue with Yanks as well. Most other nations seem to prioritize more crucial political issues. So, um, yeah, so I just wanted to bring those kind of, again, the comments from the Podcast Brunch Club community into the, the PBC podcast. Now, can I, if I can stop you there sure. for a sec. Were you were you at the meeting with Eric Jones? I was. So Jenna, um, she had told me about what Eric had mentioned about freedom of speech in Germany. I wasn't on that call, mm-hmm. but it was as um, that in Germany you're not allowed to talk about the Holocaust. Is that what he said? There's so we had um, so so I was on a different virtual podcast brunch club meeting than you were um the by the way for any listeners out there the most international of the podcast brunch club meetings any given month the virtual ones is the one that happens on saturday morning in the u.s so the saturday i think 9 a.m eastern time just because i think that hits it the most time zones um that are you know relevant for people in china and europe and stuff and i was on the friday call which tends to be a bit more um a bit more u.s but not terribly um but we did have barbara who is in germany and she's part of our london london chapter but she's in germany now during the the virus and she talked a little bit about um and i i can't remember who exactly talked about what 
part of it, but she did talk about how Germany, there was a law, I think, that you can't deny the Holocaust. It's not that you can't talk about it. I think that it's, you can't deny that it happened. Got it. Um, but there is an episode on the bonus list. If you go to the podcastbrunchclub.com slash freedom of speech list, they're at the bottom. There's like sort of bonus episodes if you want to dig a little deeper. And there's an episode about Poland. And Poland recently, just recently, I want to say in the last, I don't know, few years, has instituted a rule that you are not allowed to talk about Poland's um, participation in a negative way in World War II and in the Holocaust and and in the concentration camps. Um, so th- there's a re- there's a really good episode. I think it's from on the media about that. So, um, yeah. But Eric Jones also has a newsletter. I'll shout it out. Uh, it's called Hurt Your Brain. So I think it's just I don't know. Just search Hurt Your Brain newsletter. Eric Jones. Eric with a K. Um, and uh, he does a really great job of synthesizing educational content on the internet like it's not just podcasts he does do a lot of podcast listening and he and he puts forth a lot of podcast recommendations but he also watches youtube and and reads and stuff so he it's a really great way to just learn so let's just take a break and when we come back we'll talk about our podcast picks this month great i'm mitzi miller host of 70 million an open-source podcast from Lantigua Williams & Co. that documents criminal justice reform, one story at a time. This season, we'll look at pressure points along the carceral matrix where change or collapse seems certain. Areas like the impact of COVID-19, facial recognition technology, voting from jail, and other pressing realities. Find episodes, annotated transcripts, and more at 70millionpod.com and hear us everywhere you listen to podcasts. And we're back. So, uh, Paul, what podcasts are you recommending to people lately? (laughs) So I've gotten myself into a little bit of trouble lately because because I'm always looking for something new um, in my newsletter. I have to listen to a lot of stuff. Um, And somehow, in the last couple weeks... I've started two two series, um, which I rarely mm. do because I just don't have the time to do that. Mm-hmm. So there's one that is, uh, it's kind of weird because it's it doesn't seem like it would be light uh, and enjoyable. That seems like a weird word to say, but it's called, um, the podcast is called Mr. 80%. And it talks about um, a man who has prostate cancer. And yet it's a really compelling, it's just a really sort of likable, um, it's easy to listen to and, you know, to hear his stories of how he's dealt with it, you know, dealt with how it affects his family. It's, uh, they dropped the first three episodes, which also helps me and they're not that long. I think they're about 25 minutes Mm -hmm. long, so you can sort of get through them quickly, but they dropped like three the first day. So immediately I could jump in and listen to three and really get in. So that was a, that was a nice find. I don't even know how I heard Mm -hmm. about it. And then the other one, um, big sort of series is the new, uh, driving the green book. Okay. So that, um, actually we had seen, uh, well, maybe you weren't there, uh, at sound education last year, one of the closing 
um, keynotes um, talked about this podcast. And, and uh, so it's um, two people that are driving um, from Detroit to New Orleans. And um, it talks about the Green Book. Yes. And I don't know if you've seen the movie, mm -hmm. which I actually have not seen the movie. And now I'm wondering, should I see the movie or not? Um, or should I wait? Mm -hmm. or, or should I not even worry about it, given that there's this you know, podcast mm -hmm. out there. So they have interviews with people and just thinking about, you know, that era and not being a black person and what they had to go through and why they needed a green book. I mean, that's, it is hard to fathom, you know, at the base level. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so, so that's a, a fantastic, um, you know, new podcast. Very good. I will link to those in the show notes. Um, yeah, so I don't actually have any recommendations this month, but I do, again, want to give a shout out to our Podcast Brunch Club Facebook group community. So I will often pose a question on the Facebook group just asking what podcasts people have discovered lately and what they're about. So let me go through some of those. So Isaac said, I've been getting super into the Bible project. The casual style makes complex topics super approachable and easy to listen to. Definitely a current favorite. Um, okay, so here's another one. Stephanie uh, recommends Real Ass Affirmations. It's a hilarious, fiery, short podcast with some good advice that we all know deep down inside but need a little kick in the ass to remind us of. She says she loves it. And Naomi recommends her own podcast, which is called Meet Cute, a 15-minute scripted rom-com stories to escape into, and they publish four times a week. Kelly is said that she's listening to season seven of Uncover, dead wrong and she said it's about a man who is falsely accused of murder and the absolute travesty of justice that follows she was absolutely shocked uh it says she says it was troubling and revealing and finally ashley recommends unjust and unsolved journalist maggie freeling tells a different story every week about a person who was convicted of a crime they possibly did not commit it's pretty early on in their run but i think it's a it's really good and interesting so far any of those ring bells for you? Um, the names sound familiar, yeah. but yeah, I don't think they've them? been in my queue now. Yeah. <laughs> my queue is already long I enough, know. but certainly I, I will get some of these in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always interesting to think about how I discover a podcast. Sometimes I like find a podcast and I love it. And I'm like, where? How did I find out about that? Because I want to go back to that source over and over again Correct. so that I could be Correct. like, I like that as a, you know, as a, I don't know, curator of good podcasts. I want to go back to that source. and I can't remember. So, <laughs> right. yeah. Right. Well, that's it for this episode. Our theme in September is navigating uncertainty. And you'll be able to find that list at podcastbrunchclub.com slash uncertainty. You can find out how to join us at our worldwide meetings at podcastbrunchclub.com. Thanks and happy listening. Thank you for listening and being a part of the Podcast Brunch Club community. Do you have any thoughts on our discussion this month? Send a message or voice memo to podcast at podcastbrunchclub.com. PBC is a passion project and we rely on support from our global community to continue bringing people together in person and online. So if you feel like PBC has contributed to your life in any way, please consider becoming a patron or making a one-time donation. Go to podcastbrunchclub.com support for more information. 
If you're interested in becoming an organizational partner, go to podcastbrunchclub.com slash sponsors. A quick thanks to our early partners. Podbean. For one free month of podcast hosting, go to podbean.com slash PBC. Podchaser, the IMDB of podcasts. Listen Notes, a podcast search engine. Critical Frequency, the podcast network for everyone else. The Venn Media, a weekly newsletter for curious minds. And Lentigua Williams and Company, podcast network, telling stories in the seams of society. Finally, some credits for this episode. Katie DeFiori is our audio editor. Music is from Chad Crouch and Miss Ayal Ghana, downloaded from Free Music Archive. I'm Adela, founder of Podcast Brunch Club. And as always, thanks and happy listening. <laughs>